about love as a strategy how do we use love to actually create more of what we want in our life there's a specific way to do it and a reason it works let's find out hello everyone thank you for making this part of your day this is the love and profit podcast this is a podcast where we look at science and spirituality and combine them to create practical amazing transformations in our lives my name is david papa i'm your host for the show and who i'm hosting today is myself i'm going to talk about using love as a strategy so i am organizing this collaborative blog project called the love and profit blogazine And it invites authors from different areas of life. We have a tattoo artist and an illustrator and a music producer and a a personal coach and a career coach. These are all the kinds of people that have uh, contributed, you know, someone who works on earth-based living solutions. These are the kind of people that have contributed to this blogazine. It's on, uh, it's on Medium. It's, uh, in fact, you may have found this podcast because it's part of this blogazine called love as a strategy. That's our topic for this month. So what do I mean by this? What am I trying to say with this? Well, love is actually one of the most powerful strategies for creating whatever you want in your life. I've seen this firsthand myself. I've seen this firsthand with lots of my clients. And the reason love works is because Everything we're trying to create an experience is a relationship. So before, in the previous episode of this podcast, I talked about what love isn't and what love is. And love is an energy that we can tap into at any time. And we talked about that at length and some ways to apply that in our own lives. And this energy is our energy for either accepting, receiving, and creating things in our life. Or our relationship to our love energy can push things out of our life. And that's why, that's how we can use love as a strategy. Because everything that we are experiencing in our life is our creation at some level. And sometimes that creation happens from our conscious mind. We think conscious thoughts and we try to create something and we do it and it happens. Sometimes that creation comes from our subconscious mind. Very often that's what's going on with, with humans is we have this, we have these beliefs and emotions underneath our conscious in our bodies that hold a lot of energy. And those, that energy is actually driving our decisions, it's driving what we see in life, it's driving how we interpret things in life, and this ends up creating a, a whole lot of circumstances in our life. It works on another level too, because the energy we're holding is like a broadcast to the universe, and the universe organizes itself around what we are broadcasting. And this is why 
you know, there, there are so many, uh, there's so much science around visualization and why that actually works and it helps people, you know, this is why, this is what manifesting, this is what people talk about with manifesting, right? It's, the universe is constantly responding to our energy. All of our energy is connected. It's the whole universe is tied together with this quantum field that physics calls the zero point field. And, you know, some spiritual people might call consciousness and it, this energy field is constantly responding to our own energy. We are constantly exchanging energy with this field our whole bodies and our brains are doing this. There's lots of science that has shown and measured this constant exchange. So the universe is responding to us. So when we're holding energy inside of our body that actually maybe goes against some of the things we want to create, that's sometimes why we find it so hard to create the things we want. Because a part of us is telling the universe to create a certain order around the energy we're holding. This is why emotional integration work and looking at limiting beliefs makes such a huge difference for people. And it's made such a huge difference in my life. I mean, the way I perceive the world right now is so different from how I used to perceive the world. It's so, I'm having so much more fun now. <laughs> and I'm seeing so many more opportunities and also letting go of so many quote unquote opportunities that aren't really opportunities because they're not aligned with me. I'm so much more in the flow with who I really am. And it's because I've examined the emotions I was holding in my limiting beliefs around those emotions. So this, we are in a relationship with the universe. We're in a relationship. The universe is responding to us and we're responding to the universe, our circumstances all the time. So there's another level besides our conscious mind, besides our subconscious mind, you know, there's like a spiritual level. There's like our higher self level that's choosing our experience, you know, and there's levels above that, you know, I mean, it's the amount of <laughs> the amount of our true self that we're able to see as humans for most of us is very small. <laughs> most of us are playing with like a tiny, like a micron, like a tiny percentage of our true self. And the more of our true self, what I'm talking about is our, our spirit, our energetic self, you know, the more of that we can bring in to our physical body and our physical experience that the happier we are, the more aligned we are, the more creative we are, the more energy we have, the, the more we can create in our life. Well, most of us, you know, we don't, we only see this, our human perspective or maybe slightly more than that, you know, slightly above that. But when you get high enough in our, persp our perspectives, you see that, you know, there's a, there's a part of us that's delighting in everything that's happening to us. Actually, <laughs> there's a part of us that's delighting in our experience because it chose to come to human form to have varied experiences, to create, to, to experience contrast and to create new desires that help expand the universe and consciousness and, and send love in new directions. And especially for us. So we learn to love in directions we haven't loved before. So we can actually use this as a strategy because the universe is talking to us all the time and we're talking to the universe all the time with our energy. We're all connected. This means people around us feel it. People around us are receiving our energy all the time. This is well measured. Plants, animals receiving our energy all the time. This is well measured. And these, these 
beings are also sending energy to us and we are registering their energy on a subconscious level. Our body is literally changing based on the energy of the people around us. This is well studied. If you want a rundown of some of the coolest experiments and science behind this, I recommend a book called The Field by Lynn McTaggart. And she also has a sequel called The Intention Experiment. And and both of those uh, highlight lots of science that shows that this field is real and our bodies are communicating with it all the time. And everything in the universe is in communication all the time through this zero point field. So it's a relationship. Everything we experience is a relationship. When I, when I experience a fun time, I go to an event and I have a really fun time. That's a reflection of my intentions, my energy, the other people that were attracted to the event. It's that experience with the event is a relationship I have with the event. It's like the universe and I are, have a relationship and in that communication, this event happens and this event feels a certain way. Anything you are trying to bring into your life is only going to come into your life if you have a relationship with it that accepts it and wants it into your life. Take money. Okay, that's an example that a lot of people really struggle with. Your conscious mind might say you want say you want money. You know, you're you're you might even get scared if you don't have a lot of money. You might feel like you're constantly needing to get money, uh, struggle for money. You know, maybe a lot of what you do is revolved around you know getting money. So certain parts of you seem to want money in your life. But what is your real energetic relationship with money? Do you really love money? Or do you feel like you have to do you have to get money and working for money kind of sucks and but you got to do it so so that you're going to do it and that's your relationship with money. If that's your relationship with money, you actually have some resistance to money. And when you look at your whole energetic spectrum, you're going to be resisting money coming into your life. What about you want to get, you want to find a great partner for you, you know? You're single. I'm single. This is one I think about, <laughs> this is one I think about quite a bit, you know, <laughs> talking about, and I, what I have to think about is what is my relationship to a great partner coming into my life? You know, a part of me feels like it really wants that. Part of me feels like maybe I'm lonely. So that I feel like there's this need. But then another part of me, you know, that I found not too long ago was feeling like it's going to be a hassle. You know, oh, someone else in my life. Now I have to, you know, I have to make decisions based on another person. <laughs> you know, I have to listen to another person a lot, <laughs> you know. What if I, what if, you know, what if they want me to change something about myself? You know, what if it, what if it become, what if we, there's some, there's difficult discussions, you know, what if it, what if we end up, you know, not liking each other or what if we end up, you know, what if one part of it, it goes really well, like we really intellectually stimulate each other, but the sex is terrible, you know, right. These, so I found a part of myself that was thinking these thoughts that actually having a partner would kind of be a pain in the ass. And if, and that part of me is not loving the idea of having a partner. My relationship is actually against having a partner. So when we talk about using love as a strategy, we have to find all the parts of ourselves that make up our relationship to the thing we want. 
a strategy for bringing these things that we want into our life. We got to find inside of ourselves. What is my relationship with that thing? Do I have a neediness? Because I feel like if I don't get it, something will be really wrong. Do I have, uh, does part of me want it, but part of me doesn't really want it because part of me thinks it's going to be a hassle or effort or struggle or a pain in the ass. What is our, our holistic total relationship with the things we are trying to bring into our life? And if we find parts of ourselves that are actually resistant to the things we're trying to bring into our life, that is a huge clue into why they're not there, to why these things are not already present in our life. So we can actually use love as a creative strategy by seeking to form relationships of love with everything that we want to bring into our life. So if you find one of these parts of yourself that's resisting getting a partner because you think it's going to be a pain in the ass, see if you can question that belief if it's really going to be a pain in the ass. See if you can find the emotions inside of yourself that feel like it's going to be a pain in the ass and see if you can understand where those emotions are coming from. Because those emotions and those beliefs that are resisting bringing in a partner, they're doing it to try to keep you safe. They're doing it to try to, because they think it's going to make your life better. You know, they, th- those parts of yourselves are just fixated on, well, getting a partner would actually worsen my life because of all these extra shit I have to deal with. And if I have that part, I'm carrying that part of me, then the part of me that wants a partner is, is only getting a small portion of my energy. And the part that doesn't want a, a partner is getting a portion of my energy. And so then why is a partner never happening? Well, that makes, it makes sense that that's the case. So see if you can find these parts of yourselves that are not loving toward the thing that you want to bring into your life. And instead, let them see if you can question the beliefs and find different beliefs that are loving for the thing you want to bring into your life. And when you find emotions that are resisting the thing you wanted to bring into your life, the way to deal with those is to just feel them, find them in your body, find like the center of them in your body and feel and hold your attention and awareness on the emotion. And you will see that it will shift and it will move and it will leave your system. I've done this with countless emotions. I've instructed many people to do this. Many clients have had great results doing this process. It feels so freeing to actually feel the emotion once you find it and hold your attention on it until it moves. And then you can, underneath that, those emotions that are resistant to bringing in a partner, like for example, or anything you want to create. In my example of bringing in a partner, maybe it's, maybe it's like uh, the, the part of me feels, you know, kind of heavy around having a partner and having to... Uh, do a whole bunch of stuff with another person I might not want to do. That heaviness, just find that heaviness in my body, feel it until it shifts and moves, and it will. And then what I find is underneath that heaviness is a lightness and a joy. You know, maybe it's like a frustration to having a partner. Maybe it's a sadness about having about not having a partner, right? And this sadness is connected to my desire to have a partner. So if I'm trying to create a, a trying to create a situation where I find a perfect partner in my life. And then, and then I have this sadness, that sadness energy is getting mixed in with my attempt to create the perfect partner. So it's not going to help me. 
So it's time to look at that sadness, find it in my body, feel it all the way until it starts to shift and move on its own. You know, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm not trying to make it shift and move, even though our brain wants to make our feelings go away. I'm not trying to do that. That's not what this is about. This is actually about loving the feeling so much that you just let it be there and do what it wants. And you will find it will shift and move on its own over time. And then it's gone and underneath the sadness, oh my gosh, now I have joy thinking about my partner my perfect partner. Oh, now I'm getting much more excited about bringing in a perfect partner. Now that's the energy that's going to help me create it. That's the energy that's going to feed my decisions. That's going to empower me to, to go to more social events. That's the energy that's going to change what I notice in the world, opportunities that I notice. That's the energy that's just literally going to attract a partner into my life because the universe is going to be responding to that because I'm connected with the universe all the time. And, and now my relationship with the whole universe looks different. I have a relationship where I'm having a loving energy toward a partner and the universe is going to respond to that. And I'm going to be in more and more positions where I get to have a loving, a loving, perfect partner. So that's how we use love as a strategy to help create things. And this can, this goes at work as well. You know, at work, so many of us are holding major levels of resistance to things that are happening in our organizations, things that are happening with our startup projects. And the way to make those happen, to move through those much more creatively, much more in a much more freeing way, in a much more relaxed way, in a way where things just start to work out, in a way where problems start to solve themselves, in a way where your best ideas come in, you know, in a way where you all of a sudden have excitement and energy to make a change that's going to make a difference for you. The way to get to that place is to change your relationship with those things. Look at your relationship. Because everything you experience is the result of a relationship. So look at your relationship to the, to the things you're frustrated with. Look at your relationship to your organization, your relationship with your boss, your relationship with your coworkers. Look at your relationship to going to work every day. You know, look at your relationship to, the, to your project as if it was another person. You, know, you can sometimes envision it like that. It can be helpful. Look at your relationship and say, what is my actual holistic relationship? When I include all the parts of myself, what is the balance of this relationship? Am I, am I truly loving or am I resisting? Is it half and half? If I include all the parts of myself, what is my relationship to this thing? And where you're finding resistance, your, your life is going to be harder and you're not going to be creating what you want. That's how to use love as a strategy to change our relationships with things in our life and with the universe and our experiences, change them into love. And when we change them into love, they start flowing and moving and looking more and more like love to us. And we start really creating the things we want. It's very practical. It's very practical because this energy exchange is happening all the time. Your thoughts, your body, your emotions, your decisions are all influenced by your energetic relationship to things. And when, and when we add up all the little thoughts all the emotions, all the little decisions you have in relationship to a thing, it makes profound changes in what you experience. So change anything you're trying to create in your life, anything you want, change your, examine your relationship there and change it into love. Use love to forge your relationship with the thing you want and you will start to see how it can come into your life and you'll start showing up. If you have a one, you know, one question that I like to use for this very often is I sit down with a, with a problem or some, a relationship I want to examine, 
you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a certain spot on my body that's feeling pain. Maybe it's another person in my life. Maybe it's a project I'm working on. You know, maybe it's, it's a concept or something I want to bring into my life, like money or perfect partner. I sit down with this idea and I ask, how do I really feel about this? And I'll get an answer, you know, and that'll be the first answer. It would be mostly an obvious answer. And then I'll ask myself again, okay, how do I really feel about this? And how do I really feel about this? And how do I really feel about this? And if you do that for a few rounds, you'll get several different feelings and you'll start to uncover the different parts of yourself, the different parts of yourselves that are holding different parts of your relationship with this thing that you're trying to improve in your life. So, you know, that's the, uh, the premise. That's what we do. That's how we use love as a strategy. If you have any questions or comments about that, I would love to hear it. You know, you can contact me at loveandprofit.com because that's my website. And you guys know how the internet works. This podcast is on SoundCloud and it's going to be a bunch of other places. And maybe you're seeing this on Medium. So you want to follow me there. Great. I love to hear from you and hear what you think about this and hear if you try this in your life and hear if it helps you at all. So stay tuned for future episodes. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have some great topics all about combining science and spirituality to make transformations in our life. So this show is is all about making those transformations. Thank you so much for making this a part of your day. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing from you and talking with you next time. Thanks very much. Thanks very much.